When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All the dish that's fit to air. Cindy Adams is on 77 WABC. I am now about to speak with the all-time great actor of stage, screen, radio, whatever, adhesive tape. He's on everything. His name is F. Murray Abraham, and I love him dearly. So listen, my friend Murray, you yeah. got Golden Globes, Emmys, Obies. Where are are they all? What do you do with them? <laughs> well, you won't believe this, but uh, my Oscar has appeared in every play I've ever done in all the years that I've done them all over the world. And uh, I give the Oscar over to the stage manager who hides it on stage. Not that the audience can see it, but the actors can discover it. And they, the, the wardrobe people dress them up. He's had many, many costumes, and you can't take it too seriously. He's wonderful, and he makes people happy. You'd be surprised. It's like they become like children when they see the Oscar, you know. Okay, but don't you have them at home if you're not in something at the moment? Uh, Yeah, I have them at home. They're not prominently displayed. My mother, God rest her soul, she had it, and she had candles around it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so good. That's good. It's like a Seder. It's like a... Actually, you're such a famous name. Who the hell are you? Where are you from? How did you start? Well, my dear, I started in... I I was born in Pittsburgh, but I left when I was about three years old. I grew up uh, in El Paso on the border. I grew up with a Mexican accent. And for some reason, I was very lucky that a teacher said, you should try acting and uh, change my life. Didn't theater spark you from spark your film career? Wasn't that how you started? Yes, ma'am. The theater is my first love. And from that, I began to work in movies, which, of course, pays the rent. But it's always been the theater. And then, of course, you know, did you know that today is Salieri's birthday? No, it hardly comes up in conversation. Thanks a lot for suggesting. I've got to tell you, because it was on the radio. And I thank the, the DJ who mentioned it because I owe him a lot. You know, I do. I'm living in a fabulous apartment on Lower Fifth Avenue. And it's all because of Salieri. And, of course, Peter Schaffer and, you know, that wonderful movie. Listen, what is this latest little thing that this kerfluffle? I don't understand what happened. You were on TV. You're the greatest. You're the most wonderful. All of a sudden, you're not on. Can I ask, or shouldn't I ask? Oh, no, or what, no, what are we talking okay. about here? Well, I I really don't understand why it surfaced after you know a year after it happened. But I was on that terrific show, by the way, something I loved doing. It was called Mythic Quest, and it was a great bunch of people. And I was warned about. You're not coming through. We're not hearing you. We're not hearing you. Hold on. You're, we're not hearing you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. So go back. Go back. What I was saying was, it was a great show. I liked everyone, and they liked me. 
Uh, and the, the money was very good. But uh, I was warned about telling off-color jokes. And they're not filthy. Really, they're not. And, and they're not sexist or racist. They were funny. And I just couldn't stop myself. I like to make people laugh. So I told an off-color joke, and somebody in the crowd didn't like it. And I was, I was let go for a joke. Listen, that's but, what's happening today. I know is, it's very but, but, peculiar. But, 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 no, it really, and I can tell you the joke. I won't tell it now. <laughs> but, Thank you. <laughs> I must tell you, it's, it's, it's a cute joke. But anyway, the point is, if they hadn't fired me, I never would have been able to do The White Lotus, which really was an amazing success. I would like to know why I picked up a magazine, the name of which has just gone out of my limited head, that had a 12-page article on you. What the hell are you doing that everybody's rediscovering you all of a sudden this week? Well, I didn't know, but I'd sure like to get that magazine and thank them. But the fact is that my life is very good, and I'm, I happen to be very, very lucky. And don't you agree that no matter how talented and wonderful you are, Luck is important, isn't it? Yeah, but I think, yes, of course, luck is important. God's help is important. All the rest yeah. of it is important. People listening, why the hell I'm still on the air and why am I writing a column? <laughs> they write to me as, dear stupid. So I understand about everything that you're saying. But yeah. you are extremely talented. And I don't understand why they picked on you. And I don't understand why there's a big stinking magazine article on you and not on me. What did they, what was the purpose of this thing to say how great you are? What would, what the hell was the reason for it? It's, uh, it's, 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 it's fortune. It's fate. It's what it is. Because for a while, when that first article came out saying that I had done something terrible, it wasn't a terrible thing. And, and the fact is that people jump on it. So they're ready to oh, okay. like push you down in the ground just as ready as they are to write a 12-page article. That's, that's, that's the life we live these days. I guess so. I, I guess so. Tell me about, have you ever gotten stuck in a really lousy role? Oh, yeah. Well, tell me, because you're so well, good, we don't know that we, we, can't, <laughs> see, we can't see you suffering. we want to see you you suffer (laughs) but you know the same thing i do when you work with people and you love your work i know that yeah we all know that just as i do but that doesn't mean you run into people who you just can't tolerate like right like right now like right now for instance is that (laughs) <laughs> okay. okay tell me about i mean we on we see all the awards you get and we know how good you are what about a lousy role tell me have you ever had one? Oh, oh yeah i've failed a couple of times more than a couple it's one of those things first of all you say i don't have enough time i don't have this now no excuses you screwed up you couldn't do it you know a, a, a role you, you couldn't do, Murray? Yeah. Well, you can't have a winner every time. And uh, I, I can't blame anyone but myself. I mean, I could blame directors and so on. That's not, the, that's not the answer. I just couldn't come up with the goods. And it's an off feeling because every day you wake up thinking, I got to do that play and I'm no good in it. Every actor, if they're honest, will tell you that's happened to them. You can really tell when you're lousy in something? <laughs> 
yeah, you can feel it from the audience. It's awful. It's a terrible <laughs> feeling. But that's one of the things I love so much about comedy, because there's no question when you're successful, because they laugh. And if it doesn't work, they don't laugh. With, with a tragedy, no matter how you feel, some, something's going to happen, because it's a tragedy. It's a great piece of work. And they carry something home with them. But you never know if you know if you really stink. You just feel it, and it's an awful feeling. Have you ever, like, fallen in love with someone who doesn't love you back? My dog. <laughs> I don't believe <laughs> The dog, my dog. I love my dog, pardon the expression, even more than I loved my husband. I love this dog with an intensity, and he pays me back by peeing on everything everywhere. The only one he hasn't peed on so far is you, and I will do that myself. But... <laughs> What do you see? That's exactly how I feel. I love the business. I love acting. And sometimes it just pees on me. (laughs) Are you rich? Are you going to be rich? Or are you rich now? I don't have to worry about paying the rent like so many of my fellow actors on strike do. I walk the picket line every day. Tell me about the strike. Lots of us do not understand what the problems are. The problem is that we're not making a, not me, but the average actor is not making a living. And uh, it's, uh, it's a shame because the people who run the business are making millions and millions and millions. We're not asking for the world. We just want to have some respect and a living income. I mean, you know, the way the prices of health care, for example, the, the, the union protects us from those terrible health expenses. Every, every worker in America should have protection from those. They should have health, free health care, for goodness sake. It's a rich country. It's a shame. But anyhow, that's what the union does. It, it helps us live in this life. I mean, without a union, there's no middle class. And without a middle class, there's no democracy. And America is supposed to be a democracy. Anyway, don't let me start making a speech to you. All I can tell you is the union wants the same thing every worker in this country should have, which is respect and a decent living and some help with their health care costs. People are losing their homes because they they can't pay their doctor bills. You know, that's not right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Bruno. He's your numero uno. No, I understand that's not right. I want yeah. to know, am I speaking to a hated Democrat or not? Because well, I'm, a I'm a Republican. Democrat, but, but they're not, they don't seem to be the, the, the uh, they're not seem to be helping the average person out like they used to. They really should fight for health care for everybody. That's what the Democratic Party should be doing. As I well have... as taxing the, you know, the, the huge corporations who are 
not paying a dime sometimes. That's wrong. But it's been wrong for a long time. So why all of a sudden is there a, a why did it happen suddenly? I guess the whole, all the working people, not only here, but around the world are saying, that's enough. I mean, you're making $250 million a year, and I'm not exaggerating. Can't you even imagine sharing some of that? How about if we just tax everybody equally so they don't get away with murder? Everybody gets taxed 18% or 20%. That's all. Forget all of the loopholes. We could could finance health care. We could finance social security. Don't let those rich people get away with murder. No, I'm not rich, dear. Well, I don't think you're poor either. No, 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 I'm not poor. No, no. Okay. What about if, what about working with actors that have a great deal of temperament? I have met a lot of (laughs) actors who are smart ass and it's very difficult to be with them. Directors also. How do you handle that? Well, I'm of a certain age that if I do say something, I really mean it, and they, mean, and they understand. Sometimes it becomes it's either them or me. But if they're a big star and they're uh, irrational, well, you got to put up with it or you got to walk. And it's not a big deal for me. I just, uh, I am the kind of actor that people enjoy being with and being around. And I have a feeling that that keeps their temperament down. I, I'm the kind of actor you'd like to have in your company because I really have a good time and I'm, and I'm serious. It's like you. I mean, you've seen people in your business. You think you can't tolerate them. How do they get away with that crap? But yes. you, uh, you put yes. up with it, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But can you give me an instance where you handled somebody who was an actor or a director that was a pain in the ass? <laughs> I mean, here I am asking you, and you're giving me just nice words. Say I something. Okay. Well, it was, there was an incident where I said, if this, if this, uh, if he, either he goes or I go. I'm not going to go into who it was. Unfortunately, they kept me. But the other thing was when I hit somebody, because, uh, you know, they, well, they did something. I don't want to go into the whole thing, but I'll tell you this. Well, why not go into it? Where else are you going to go for 10 minutes? I'll tell you. This director was treating this one little actress who only had a a couple of days' work. She was so nervous and excited. And he treated her so badly that I told him if he said one more bad thing about her, I was going to punch him. And he laughed at me, and he did, and I punched him. (laughs) No, I did. That's where I come from. And sure enough, I got sure enough, I got fired. But you know, you got to do it. You got to take a stand. Well, but back a thousand years ago, Richard Burton once told me he had to kiss a lady who had bad breath, and he couldn't bear it. He couldn't stand kissing her because she had lousy breath. She must have eaten garlic or some stupid thing. So, I mean, there are those things that happen also. Though, also, but did you ever? My- my, my dear, ahead. I have a good time on the set. I really, I can't tell you how many, how many close-up shots I've taken where I've asked the director if I can drop my pants because nobody can see that I've dropped my pants. It's a close-up. What and are you are talking so about? Just, very... just, just, just a second. <laughs> Why would you want to drop your pants on? What, what the hell are you talking you. about? Because it's funny. It's silly. Because we all get so serious about this business. We all take it all too seriously. After all, it's entertainment. 
So I do that to listen, loosen up the cast, loosen up the the uh, the crew, and they laugh. And it's it's always a better atmosphere if people are happier. And are uh, you, that that that's funny. Are you going to tell me that you would play something like King Lear with your thing hanging out and oh, your behind no, 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 out? No, 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 what are you talking not, about? My, no, no, not not my thing hanging out. Just drop my pants. <laughs> I still have my underwear. On. No, no, no. <laughs> Besides, nobody wants to see my thing anymore. Believe uh, me. Believe me. That's what I've heard. Yeah. It's an old, old thing. Listen, so what's next for you besides (laughs) dropping your pants and things like that? Listen, I'm working on, aside from walking the picket line every single day, by the way. Yes. uh, Because I'm I'm really a serious union man. But uh, I'm, I'm working on a musical by Stephen Schwartz. You know who he is, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, yes. He and and with Kristen Chenoweth, and uh, we're doing a musical. Uh, he's written on the Queen of Versailles, and uh, Kristen is playing um, the Queen, and I'm playing her husband. Who is the it's Queen big, of Versailles? Uh, it's a terrific documentary up several years ago about a woman and a man who decided they wanted to build the biggest house in America. If you don't know this stuff. Oh, 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 I know that. Oh, I do it. know that. I know them. Yeah. Oh, I met them. I met them. Yeah, well, it's a great story. So what are you playing? Who? What? Well, I'm playing I'm playing her husband. Oh, I remember I that story. I remember oh, that yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, have you do you have you met Kristen yet? I met her. I met her. Well, she had jewelry hanging out of every one of her no, apertures. No, yeah, well, that's who she was. <laughs> but but Kristen happens to be straight from heaven. I gotta tell you, just like one of those people, you think, oh, thank God, this kind of person exists. And besides that, she can sing her buns off. I'm not talking about her, really. I'm talking about you. Do you mind talking about you? Tell me about um. your singing. <laughs> you actually, with your voice, pardon the expression, you actually sang at Carnegie. Oh, yeah, what? they did. Tell me yeah. about that. Well, it was thrilling. I mean, I, for who? I finally, the audience? I, finally, I, I hope so. But I, <laughs> it was it was great. It was original music, original words, and I did it. And it was uh, it could have been better, but next time it'll be better still. I got nothing to apologize for. You got to take a shot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I, and I I'm not. I'm really. I'm not afraid. Murray, going back, yeah. listen, we, you're a big star. We all know you. We know you have all of these awards. We know all of that stuff. Do you remember your first ever audition? Oh, gee, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell uh, me. It was, it was, it was like it was an interview, not even an audition. And I was so nervous, and I was lying all the time, and I just lying badly and i was it was just awful awful i learned a lot from that i learned to keep away from it for a while i learned that you shouldn't lie and if you do lie you better be a good liar i'm not anyhow i can't play poker but anyhow my my worst audition i think it was when i met oh gosh who what was the wonderful director now who played opie i met him i got it who who directed? He was the young actor who played Opie on. Um, How do I know? I mean, I'm asking oh, you. Tell oh gosh, shame on me. Okay, go uh, on with the story, even if you can't well, he's remember. An important man, I, I I should give him credit because he's so good, good, good. Oh, Ron gosh. Howard. Ron Howard, thank you. Anyhow, I had uh, I, I met him 
uh, to talk about a role. And, and he and I got along really well. And I was pretty sure I was going to be doing this film with him in, in, in Rome, which is my second favorite city in the world after New York. And, and I was sure. And in the middle of the audition, my phone rang. And <laughs> I had never, that was the first phone I had ever had. My daughter said, you got to have a cell phone. you got to have, and I resist. Anyhow, and when the phone rang, it just froze me. And I began to just stutter and I became, and I didn't, I didn't get the role. And right away I could see him turn off and he should have, but I've always wanted to apologize to him for that because I want to work with him. But that was probably the worst audition I've ever had. And it was someone I really liked. And it was Ron Howard who just did yeah. the docu- the documentary on me. It's been on okay. Showtime. It's a four-part documentary on me, and it was done by Ron Howard, who has now gotten to know better people than you. Ron Howard has become a, a remarkable documentary filmmaker as well as a good filmmaker. His stuff on Pavarotti was terrific. I can't wait to see yours. Well, thank you. It was on uh, in October. Thank you very much well, for being a I'll big fan of I'm mine. Sure. Anyway, I love you. I would love to see you. If I buy, if I buy, you want to have dinner? I would love it. And you don't have to buy, but thanks. But, but if you do, I'll tell you that joke. I will buy. (laughs) I'm glad to talk to you, sweetie. You too, honey. Bye. Goodbye, sweetie.